0: From the Pod 617 studios in Westwood, Massachusetts, it's the Boston Podcast with David Yaz and a rotating cast of characters from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. This is some Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, and thieves, welcome to the Boston Podcast. My name is Dave, bringing you the podcast where we tell the stories of our city through the voices of our city, and sometimes we go outside of the city. In fact, I've got a friend of mine from New York today. She is the president of On Balance Search Consultants. She is an expert headhunter specializing in like the wicked big deal lawyers when they want a job and sherry is the headhunter who finds them she's here in the virtual studio let's welcome her properly there she is hello sherry so thank you for bringing me on
1: thank you
0: my pleasure we're going to be talking about what sherry does and how it's changed during a pandemic but before we get to all that how has the pandemic been for you is are you surviving is it almost over say yes
1: I hope it's over. Right. Um, my daughter is an ER nurse, so they're oh, wow. still gearing up for a second wave, so that's kind of concerning.
0: She must have had quite a year. How's, how is her? How are her spirits? Does she keep? Or is she doing okay?
1: Her spirits are good. Mm-hmm. Um, we, my whole family, had some sort of or piece of the virus, so mm-hmm. we all dealt with it, and she even had it. So,
0: oh my I goodness, hope yeah, and she's recovered.
1: She's recovered. She's back in the ER and working with patients on a daily basis now and still working with COVID patients coming in.
0: Well, good on her. So you had it? Did you test positive? Well,
1: by the time they, I got it very early on. So by the time they were about to test, I already was like past my symptoms. It took me a good six weeks to get over.
0: Oh, okay. So it was, it hurt. I mean, it was a pain sounds like uh,
1: it's, it, let's put it this way yep. i wouldn't want my worst enemy to have it
0: yeah i mean i've only had the flu once and all in my life i kind of thought the flu what's the flu it sounds like a bad cold when i finally got it i was in my 40s i felt like i i mean i, sh- I shouldn't make this hyperbole but i did feel like i was going to die i couldn't i couldn't move without feeling uncomfortable so i can only imagine what what COVID is like but we we're glad that you're well so
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah. And I really wish everybody else out there to be safe and wear your mask. It's really important. It's not just important for people talking to each other and transmitting. Abuse. It's for our first line.
0: I've um, got my mask right here, Sherry. Uh, but yes, see, you
1: are. It's a the, nice the, black mask.
0: Yes. So the problem is <laughs> it doesn't work as well for podcasting, but um, it is. <laughs> but I do I do wear it everywhere. And yes, it's a small it is obviously a small sacrifice to make i gotta get some pod 617 um masks made up that's next on my list Um, because i have a feeling we'll be using them for a while so let's talk about what you do tell me why you enjoy this why you, you enjoy seeking out talent in particular the the big shot lawyers the big shot firms looking for big shot lawyers so to improve their business the whole deal tell us about that
1: well first of all my niche that I focus on is all attorneys, from so associates, partners, lateral moves, uh, groups, session planning. And I sometimes do things in between that. It depends on what my clients are looking for. You ask me why I enjoy this. Yeah. I love speaking to every attorney in different niches. You learn something new. It's amazing how law touches our life in every aspect. You don't think about the billboards that you see on the street side of the street, you need to have a lawyer to write up those contracts and make sure that the zoning and everything is done correctly, to franchise attorneys, to regular corporate attorneys for regular contracts. But and cannabis is new now, Mm. too. And and Bitcoin is getting to be big. So every area of our lives is touched by by law. And it's really interesting to hear the different stories from different attorneys and how they do their business.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Why are you good at it, do you suppose?
1: I listen well. And
0: what I were we, what, really- sorry, what were we talking about? No, sorry. <laughs> bad joke. The first bad joke of the podcast. Thanks, ladies and gentlemen. Eh, yeah, good. go ahead. I- listening is a lost yeah. art. I, I think not enough people do it j- in general, just in meetings and everything. But But please continue. I am listening.
1: Uh. You know, with Zoom, it's interesting. Um, I like doing most of my work just over the phone because I hear things that other people don't hear through the just. But Zoom now brings another dynamic, brings in body posture and and all that. So you have to be really conscious of how you are thinking that people can actually see what you're doing. But I really enjoy hearing people, what their needs are. And when an attorney comes to me that has a book of business and wants to move their book, and I find out the reasons why, and then we delve into it with, and we create a strategic search, hmm. which I think is very, very important because attorneys, for some reason, were not taught in law school how to manage their career. Their career ends up managing them.
0: I, as a law school graduate, I can attest to that. In fact, there's a lot that they don't teach you. They don't teach you about how to manage your career. They don't teach you how to network. They don't teach you how to market your services. And uh, I guess that's where you come in.
1: And I do a lot of that for my candidates. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's a lot of coaches that do this and, and charge for it, but I really I don't do that. I usually coach them in how to write a business plan, a marketing plan, um, and how we could strategically position them in the right with the right firm that they would be able to excel in. Mm-hmm. Um, let me give you an example. Sure. I had a franchise attorney that was at a regional firm and he needed uh, Miami, Chicago, Texas, and California offices to help support his clients as well as he needed um, IP, intellectual property, corporate, and I think labor and employment, and there might have been some real estate transactions he needed as well. So. I went out and found several firms that had all those parameters, and then presented it to him. So we were able to strategically align his practice to the next firm to build his practice to grow even
0: more. Mm. And when you sit down with someone, is it well, whether now virtually, I take it? How do you figure out what's good and what isn't? Because you've got the you've got the black and white resume, right? But Mm -hmm. I take it it's a lot. More than that how how deep a dive do you do in people's personalities, their integrity their their entire sort of make personality makeup
1: one of the first questions I ask every attorney or anybody who comes to me and Asking me for my services, what do you want to be when you grow
0: up? <laughs> Most lawyers have a different answer other than lawyer, right? <laughs> or do they? Believe
1: it or not, yeah. some of them get very serious. I always wanted to be a lawyer. <laughs> and then you get somebody, oh, I wanted to go to the moon. Uh, you don't hear anybody wanting to be the president of the United States anymore, like a little rascal.
0: <laughs> not so much, yeah. Uh, uh,
1: I, pictures for the New York Yankees or the Cubs, for- <laughs> You know, I've heard though. So you, you never know what you get. Um, and that kind of gives you an idea of what their personality is off the track, how serious they are. Can they giggle at the question? You know, so that's that's the first part of it. So I kind of pick up on little cl- clues by asking questions, just fun questions. Mm-hmm. And it builds a rapport very quickly with somebody.
0: You mentioned that the way one presents oneself on Zoom has become critical. I'm kind of Captain Obvious in saying that, but I'm still amazed at certain meetings that I'm in. I was in a, a networking meeting, and you know there were 20 people on the call, so there's a bunch. But one of the guys, he's a lawyer, and he's, from what I understand, a good lawyer. He seemed to be like in the basement, and in the back, there was a door. The door was open. The door appeared to be open to like the garage or something. And in the garage, there was all kinds of junk. <laughs> and it just looked like... He looked like Schlepprock. He looked like, like a mess. Is, it, do you notice that? Or, or did not enough people pay attention to this?
1: They don't pay attention to the backdrop. They don't pay attention to the lighting. Right. Lighting should come from behind the computer and not back of you. You look like a silhouette. Right. Uh, my backdrop I created is bookshelves because like my it. office, thank you, <laughs> uh, my office, I mean, I could take it off, but it, I have a white wall behind me of doors, but I have a lot of piles of mm-hmm. papers. I look like a lawyer's office piles all over the place. <laughs> so, you know, you want people to focus on you, not, gee, is it a dungeon back there? What's <laughs> going on back there? You know? Yeah. Did I see something run across the floor that shouldn't have you know, you don't want distractions like that. You want somebody to be able to focus directly on what you're saying.
0: Yeah. And so it's 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 all that, it's the presentation. The the did you create that virtual background yourself? I take it you did. <laughs>
1: I have a fabulous marketing um, guy that works with me, Andrew Sacone from Hudson Valley. He is just great. And I just I had think- him
0: I just had him on my show the other day. As a matter of yeah. fact, that podcast just posted this morning. Yeah, so that's oh, great. Oh, good man. Oh, great. Yes. I
1: can't wait to listen to it. He's yeah. excellent. Yeah. He's really, really good. He's been working with me for several years now. And I said, you know, I got to do something with my backdrop. I got to do something. Mm-hmm. And he created it. and did a good job
0: yeah i mean at first blush it it doesn't look fake even though it is one of the zoom virtual backgrounds but yeah, If you're going to do that, just do it and, and do it well. And and also mind yourself. What, like you, you are presenting properly in front of it. And by that, I mean, I don't see like half your face. Some people, for some reason, whether it's their system or otherwise, they look like a ghost. Like
1: like they're driving, <laughs> like under, you know, the little old ladies. And then there's
0: that too. Yeah, yeah. What do I push? What do I push? Yeah. So with, with business being done the way it is now... Does it change what you do at all? Sounds like maybe not. And is it, is it changing the way business is done perhaps permanently into the future?
1: There's going to be some changes. Yeah. And I think there'll be some changes for the good. I think, first of all, women and, um, that want to stay home a little bit more frequently, they'll realize, hey, this person can work from home and still put out a good product and mm-hmm. will not be you know, um, penalized for not being in the office every day. I think that will be helpful. Or even, let's, let's take it the other side, yep. men who are staying home with their children course, right? and want to work. So I think that will give um, the more flexibility to the workforce. Mm. But I think mostly that um, there will be some changes. I notice right now I'm going back and forth 100 times with candidates and clients, and is 1 o'clock good for you? 2 o'clock good for you. Zoom, all right. And who's going to send out the Zoom conference? Mm. invite. Right, right, right. And I right. prefer my clients doing that versus me sending out my own Zoom conference. Um,
0: then, they, I don't, then, my, then they don't screw it up. <laughs> or let's well, hope they don't screw it up since they're the one to set up the, the meeting, right?
1: Well, my concern is if I send out my link and my link doesn't work and people are trying to get on, so there's a frustration So now everybody's frustrated and not relaxed to actually have that meeting, that conference call or interview, whatever you want to call it. Mm. So, that's always a concern of mine, but it seems to be working and it seems to be working very well.
0: What do you miss? Do you miss being out and about? Do you miss the, the receptions, the cocktail parties, just going to a restaurant?
1: Yes, I miss <laughs> it all, I really do. <laughs> yeah. I, I really miss going into law firms. Um, even though I meet the lawyers and law firms, I like concentrating and working with the candidate and bringing the candidate to the law firm of their desire and their dreams but I like to go into the law firms because I kind of pick up the energy of the law firm is, are they yellers? Are they screamers? Are they, okay. you know, work well together. I, I pick those things up just by walking through the halls. So I miss that. I miss going into getting up at four in the morning. I can't believe I said that to be <laughs> at a networking meeting at seven o'clock in Manhattan,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, meeting people, seeing people, I miss that human touch.
0: Yeah, onbalancesearch.com is where you find Sherry and her team. So onbalancesearch.com, reach out to Sherry. Is that the best way to get in touch with you?
1: You can reach me that way or through LinkedIn. You can look up Sherry Davidson.
0: Okay, you're the only Sherry Davidson in my life, so no confusion there. Uh, so okay. we uh, we're up against the clock a tiny bit here. We are going to play in addition of good stuff where both Sherry and I recommend something good for you to. Check out or something that might lift your spirits, something that lifted her and my spirits. And, uh, and in fact, they might be spirit, literally spirits, because if you run out of spirits, you better get to the liquor store. Thankfully, they're still open. Um, but let me ask you one more question before we, we get there. Do you have, you must have an arsenal of interview questions that you asked to, as we were speaking of before to, to get to the sort of real personality of a candidate, someone that you, you want to recommend. Do you have any zinger questions that you can zing on me?
1: Okay. Well, you got my first finger. I think it's, I don't know if it's a zinger, but it's really, why do you want to make a move? Mm -hmm. If you don't know why you want to make a move and you're just looking for a job, I'm not the recruiter for you. If you're just, you know, if you're looking to really enhance your life and I really, I keep hearing matchmaker, a good friend of mine always sings matchmaker, matchmaker to me. (laughs) I'm not going to sing it because I don't have a voice, but that's really what I do. And most, I'm going to say I have like 95% success rate of people not making changes. And I do have a national as well as international reach. So it's not just Manhattan, even though that's where, or I should say the tri-state areas where I focus. Mm-hmm. I have worked with attorneys in London, um, even Israel, all the way to really? uh, yeah, Dubai, to California. So it's interesting. That's why I love it. You never know who I'm going to speak to each day. So it's a wonderful
0: thing. That's excellent. I miss Israel. I, uh, (laughs) I say that because not because I had plans to go there anytime soon. I've been a few times, but it's sad to think of, of people that might've traveled there. My, my son got bar mitzvah, my son who is now 22 and he has autism and he's doing great. And so we thought he, he couldn't, he didn't really want the typical bar mitzvah. He's not much for crowds, but we went to Israel and had him, um, at this pavilion overlooking the old city of jerusalem and man me and my dad barely made that through th- through that thing with crying tears of joy you know
1: i'm, I'm already starting my tears are starting oh me, it's lovely
0: <laughs> it it was tremendous and he he was very proud that day we were with a small group with the family and um it was a real triumph for adrian so adrian well done The day he became a man at age 13, when he still had braces on his teeth. That's a Jewish thing. It's a Jewish thing. Anyway, before we play good stuff, I do want to tell you about what we do here at the Boston Podcast Network. Pod617.com. By the way, the studio is open. We're still mainly doing everything remotely. But if you'd like your own podcast, go to Pod617.com. For all the possibilities, studio in Westwood, Mass, but remote recording all across the world. We'll send you out a USB microphone so you can do your podcast right from your home. We'll patch in your guests. We'll do the whole thing. Pod617.com is where you go. And if you'd like to be a guest on this show, the Boston Podcast, just email me. There's no charge. There's no strings attached. We're just having fun on this show and letting you keep the word out there that you or perhaps your clients are still open for business during the pandemic. Just email me, David, at pod617.com com okay let's play good stuff oh that's the good stuff Plus a plus, Sherry, for the dancing. Which listeners, you can't see, but Sherry and I were both doing our best bop to that uh, that B fifty two song. When people don't, I, I, it's a, it's a secret. I don't tell people. I just play the bit. If they don't dance, if they sit there all serious, then um, they they feel my wrath. So, well done, a plus, <laughs> a plus. Ready for Dancing with the Stars? All right. So, tell us, Sherry, what what has lifted your spirits? Give us an example of something that our listeners might enjoy. That's kept you going.
1: I'm very fortunate to have brought a baby Wheaton Terrier into my life. Uh, she's six months old, mm-hmm. and she's been a sweetheart, and I'm going to tell you she's been wonderful. And I think anybody who's adopting dogs at this time is, is a good thing because you can get out and take walks with them as well as they're really wonderful companions.
0: I had never had – what's your dog's name? Sugar. Sugar. S-U-G-A or S-U-G –
1: we to call it meshugana <laughs> that's great
0: that's great well it was, it was lucky that you found a jewish dog you know i mean sometimes you go and you, you you really don't know um that's great and it is it's a it's it's an old it's become a cliche but it's the unconditional love that they give you my my girlfriend got a a puppy last year a uh cockapoo a name, named named you little guy and um you know, I was never a dog person. In fact, I was allergic to most dogs for most of my life. I'm not allergic to Kobe happily, and the guy, no matter what, no matter what day it is, no matter whether it's raining, sunny, freezing, or warm, it, whatever he's he always is delighted to see me. But you know, just just jumping on me and all that. It's a kind of love that you, you don't get from others. You know, and yeah, if I you, believe
1: it, your dog has hair versus fur. That's one reason why you're oh, not allergic to it. Yeah, and that's why I I have Wheaton.
0: Okay, there you go. Um, have you ever seen the film best in show? Does that ring a bell?
1: I love that show
0: because if no, because yeah, tremendous movie with Christopher guest and his ensemble casts, his sort of repertory group. He does for a lot of those movies waiting for a best in show is hilarious. And it's, it really is a salute to the love of dogs as well. And the winner, sorry, spoiler alert. It's not really that important to the plot, but the, the terrier is the winner at the end, you know, and and Mm then the, and Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hara, now of Shit's Creek fame. They, uh, (laughs) <laughs> they sing. They make up little songs like "God Loves a Terrier," um, with this cute little derriere, you know, because th- that's nice. Anyway, so um, my good stuff is a recommendation. I think for you, Sherry, that I've already mentioned on the show once before, but I'm going to repeat it because you mentioned your daughter's an ER doc. There's a. Are you familiar with the documentary on Netflix called "Lenox Hill"? No.
1: I just saw it. Um, like a promo, I, I, it came across. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So. Uh, I- yeah it's well for, it's New York and it's, and it's an, e, an ER, and so you would you would appreciate it. I hope it's not too close to home. I mean, it's, it's not it's, it's very interesting to watch the day to day and the behind the scenes of these doctors. It's very raw. They, they're dropping f-bombs here and there so you know that they're sort of you're getting the real deal. You're in the, the operating room. you're watching, you know um, brain surgeons actually do their thing and they, they don't spare any detail and it, it really is it's a nice salute to the people like your daughter who are doing this stuff uh, and the connection the the special connection for me is i started watching the thing sight unseen I, it just looked like a good thing on netflix one of the, the main doctors is my, my fraternity brother, John Bookvar, who's a neurosurgeon at, oh, wow. uh, at Lenox Hill. So I, of course, promptly got him on my podcast and got the inside scoop. But he's, he comes out as quite the hero in that. So that's my recommendation. And
1: I have to listen to that podcast.
0: Is it sure. up on your okay? It is. Uh, pod617.com or TheBostonPodcast.com will get you there. And you got to go back about uh, five or six episodes. I lose track. So many, pod, so many days, so many podcasts just all um, confused about time during the pandemic as we all are. So, Actually, um, I'm
1: envious of you, yes. David. You're on the phones with different people and interviewing them, just like I love interviewing different attorneys with different things. So as you, are it, you. Yes. Yeah, it, but it's great. You learn something new every day.
0: It's It's so true. And, and the, the, it's, it would be like a loss of one of the great joys of life if you didn't actually get to do that. And happily, technology still takes care of most of that. So we love you, people. Keep coming on my show. So um, thanks so much to Sherry Davidson. Once again, you can find out more about her and her outfit at onbalancesearch.com. I have a special treat for you if you listen closely. Matchmaker, matchmaker, look through your purse. Yes, birth. who doesn't and love make me a perv. If you get uh, bored, just, you know, dial up Fiddler on the Roof. I mean, it's it's uh, and I I promise I will not call you a matchmaker, Sherry, but I can't resist the song. We used to sing this at summer camp. I Uh, think I did, too. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't we all? So, uh, Sherry Davidson, thanks so much. I hope you had a good time.
1: I absolutely did. Thank you very much for having me.
0: All right. Go to Pod617.com if you'd like your own podcast, folks. If you want to be a guest on this show, David at Pod617.com. On behalf of Sherry, even though she won't call herself this, the greatest matchmaker I know, my name is Dave, I'm just a guy from Boston. No offense, Sherry, but if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Have a good day, everybody. How about a little more Fiddler? Sing it.
1: Matchmaker, matchmaker, plan me no plans. I'm in no rush, maybe i learned. Playing with matches, a girl can get burned. So.